last night I was actually out in the public, which doesn't happen very often. It's scary. Um, And I had a waiter that was very interesting. Now, So not only were you in the public, you were in a restaurant. I was, yes. Holy macaroni. Well, okay, so this is, I'm going to preface this by saying, like, I know that being a waiter is, like, it it probably sucks a lot, you know. But this waiter, I could tell he had, he had a past. And I don't know who did him wrong in his life, but he was definitely taking it out on his table at the moment, which, you know, you know, it's tough. Okay, it's tough. But, um. Where's this going? Well, so we wanted to order two okay so we okay it was four of us and we Mm. wanted to order two of the nacho appetizers because the nachos are like wow sensational at this place um and he was like well you don't want to do that okay well why but we do like because uh the portion well like it's just too big like like you just need one and we're like no like we'll have two You'll get a bigger um, tip if you let us get both of them, sir. I, I know. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he was like, well, fine. It's not like I work here or anything. Uh, okay. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and um, and so we got two. And they were large, um, bigger, than mm-hmm. we, bigger than we remembered. But we ended up eating, like, pretty much finishing both because they're just so good. Okay. All right. And, um, uh. And then someone at the table made a joke of like, because um, I was with family, by the way, not with friends. If I was with friends, I would right. tell them like, don't say anything about the nachos, just move past it. But uh-huh. with family who likes to, who likes to talk to strangers. Well, your mom lot, definitely likes to right the wrongs. Yes, and then also having family that likes to talk to strangers and like likes to give strangers their whole life story. You can't really tell oh, them man. that. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of just had to sit there and take everything that was happening to me. Right. Um, you didn't but, leave. I wanted, I wanted to so All bad. Right. Uh, yeah. And there's even at some point when we were ordering appetizers, because we also ordered these, like, meatball appetizers, which were also very good. Um, mm-hmm. but, but not two of them, because no, not he, two. he only works, he doesn't work there or anything. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, so, yeah, so he takes, at the end of the meal, um, one of the one of the fam- family members makes a joke of, like, we'll see, we finish them anyways. And I wanted to say, just don't say anything. Just don't mention don't the nachos. Forget anything. about it. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. But they, they did. Oh, yeah. And and he's like, and then he says another thing, like, well, you know, like, no one ever listens to me, you know? Like, I always, hey, I always have things to say. Hey, no sir. one listens. But when he said that, I saw a pain in his eyes of, like, Uh-oh. I don't know if his last girlfriend, like, was, like, always thought he was wrong. I don't know. But, oh, like, no. I could tell that he wants to be right all the time. And I think his girlfriend, his last girlfriend just didn't ever let him have that. Okay, and, so that's sad, though. And then he even said, well, no one listens to me anyways. That's kind of dramatic. I mean, I've had a lot of weird stuff with waiters, though, before. Like, I, um, when I lived in Florida, like, we, and I was with my, I was at P.F. Chang's with my family. I was much younger then. Um, but we ordered um, fried rice, and I ended up getting also some brown rice. Mm-hmm. Um, and the waiter was like, that's a lot of carbs. Are you sure that you want to have all of that? Um, um, <laughs> another uh, man, by the way. It was a man hey, this time. I just want to let you know that I came here to eat. <laughs> this is P.F. Chang's, sir. I'm this not going to come here and order nothing. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, I've also had like waitresses like literally sit down next to me in the booth and tell me their entire life story. Do not. 
do not I, do that. I know. I think it's just because I have like a trusting face, like because my face is round and unassuming and non-threatening. Um, when in my brain, I'm very threatening. <sighs> I just I, I I like a waiter who just is at the table very like very like very literal. Very little. little. I love it. Yeah. I love Especially it. when they don't check in on me, I'm like, thank goodness. I don't. Thank you goodness. don't need to ask me, is everything okay? I will let you know if it's not okay. And actually, yeah. I won't do that because I don't want any conflict in life. So if it's not okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to pretend it is okay. And you'll never know. Yeah, like in my last service job, I, I made it a point to like not, not um, check up on people too often because I feel mm-hmm. like I was like interrupting conversations all the time. And it was like, you could see in their eyes of like, please don't talk to me. But right. also, too, I think some of it is, is, like, generational. Like, I think that some people who are, like, who, um, like, are 40 and up tend to probably want more of, like, more hands-on activity mm-hmm. with waiting. Whereas right. people our age are, like, don't even look at me. Don't perceive don't, me. Yeah. Don't do anything. Well, because, like, always, like, our parents or whatever, our grandparents are always like, well, I need another knife now because this knife touched this fork and this fork was dirty. And then they need mm-hmm. another napkin because the napkin got a little wet from the drink. And then they need another extra plate to move the rice that they had on their plate because it touched the yeah. vegetables. So they have to move. They always need something else. So that's why the waiters have to come back and check on them where it's like us. It's like, well, we have everything we need. Like, we're we'll not going anywhere until. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to actually just give us the fire and we'll make the food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we'll make it at the table and we'll be okay with it. And you don't have to ask us if everything's okay. Yeah, we well, we're both definitely the type of people that like if it, if the if the meal comes out a little wrong, we'll just deal with it. It's we're fine. not going to yeah. It's actually I prefer it wrong. That's my favorite. <laughs> I, I like the struggle. <laughs> I love it when what I ordered is not correct. It's my favorite mm-hmm. thing. But well, I think like, one of the worst waiters yeah. is when they're they're like the comedian waiter, but they're not funny. Yeah. I had one of those. And I kept laughing because I felt so bad, but no one else was laughing. So he kept looking at me thinking, oh, she thinks I'm really funny. So he would continue. And I was like, oh, I made a mistake. I should have mm-hmm. not laughed because now he won't stop. And but they see, weren't jokes that made sense. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. And see, here's mm-hmm. the issue, too, with that is like. When you have a waiter like that, but you're also with your family who likes to engage in strangers, mm-hmm. it makes the whole thing torture for me because my family and this waiter are exchanging cringy jokes back and forth and I can't leave. <laughs> right. <laughs> now they're my best friend out. and I have to, I'm stuck here. I had yeah. another, I had a waitress at a very nice restaurant actually for my a grandmother's birthday of mine. And for some reason, like, my mom doesn't say thank you or acknowledges the waiters. I don't know what that is. Um, So that's kind of something. So she was passing her a water, and I said, thank you. And the lady said, that's not for you. It's for her. I said, oh, yeah, I know. And then I I stopped. I shut down because I just... I, I felt my heart breaking because I was like, mm-hmm. no, no, I'm being polite. I, I'm saying thank you because she won't say thank you because I know she won't say thank you. But the waitress doesn't know she won't say thank you because she doesn't know this person because this person's my mother and she's never mm-hmm. seen her before. But I know my mother and I know that when she hands her something, she will not say thank you. So I'm saying it for her. And now you just insulted me and I'm going to hurt myself later. <laughs> you ruined my day. You thank ruined. You. I was so sad because she was like, no, it's not for you. It's for her. I'm like. Yeah, I know, because you handed also, me my like, drink. Why even say and that? Excuse me? Like, 
that's why I was kind of like, no, no, I'm being nice to you. We're, mm-hmm. I'm being nice to you because I want to be your side. friend a little bit. I'm with you. <laughs> I want you to be paid more and I want you to have more rights. I'm on your side. We're supposed <laughs> to be like, you know, friends right now. And she was like, it's not for you. And I'm like, no, no, no. I know that. I know it's not for me because I ordered something else yeah. and you already gave it to me. And I said, thank you for that. But when she said that to me, I was like, I can't say thank you to anyone ever again, I guess. I have to stop doing that. I have to stop saying thank you to anyone ever in my life again. She ruined your kindness. You're now a mean person. Yeah. Yikes. Well, gotta um, be careful. (laughs) Gotta be careful. Uh, But welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. um, Welcome. Now that we've released some of our social anxiety trauma, mm-hmm. um, I feel ready and prepared to talk about this episode, which is wow, uh, a this episode. Liars. Yeah, this episode is. Let's a, just say that. Yeah, it, it's season two, episode thirteen. Um, it's called the first secret. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also the entire episode is a, a whole flashback. Like there's exactly. not a whole present mm-hmm. scene in this episode at all. Yeah, and you know. I thought it was very interesting. I feel like this was like a prequel to the show. Mm-hmm. It really was. Um, and I kind of weirdly enjoyed it because um, it was different and it was like a new change yeah. of pace, you know? Right. Um, also, I think it's kind of clever that they did the Halloween episode on as the 13th episode. Mm-hmm. I like that. Cute. Um, but yeah, it's also not only is it a flashback episode, it's a Halloween episode. Right. Um, and... It's just in time for our real time, you know, present time spooky season, which has just started. It's happening. Was, it's starting yeah. as we speak. So that was um, serendipitous, as they would say. Cute. Uh, shall I do the summary? You shall. Okay. But I won't say thank you for it. I would never ask you to. <laughs> okay. In this episode, it's the Halloween before Allison goes missing in Rosewood. Unbeknownst to the girls, Allison is being harassed by a mysterious figure while everyone is gearing up for Noel's Halloween party. Many questions and origin stories are revealed, but A still remains an enigma. That is... Short and sweet. Yeah, because honestly, it's like they're so... I don't... It's weird. This episode is weird because nothing really happens or progresses forward. It just gives, like... Basically answers to questions that we didn't even ask. Yeah. But they did incorporate a flashback, that a part of a flashback that we have already seen in mm-hmm. this episode. Yeah, and I think that one of the big things for me that I never even questioned at all is the detective's, like, backstory. I never thought about it. I never <laughs> questioned it, but we I get mean, it here. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. But definitely I am. I was a little curious about, like, what's his situation, but mm-hmm. that wasn't even covered. We only figured out his real name. His first name is Darren. I feel like oh, that's... Darren the detective? Darren the detective. Okay. Um, and other than that, he, he likes older people. He likes... He likes Ashley. He likes Hannah. He likes Mills. Yeah. <laughs> he likes it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the cold open of this episode is interesting. Um, it's Allison telling a scary story to um, a little boy with Hannah. And the scary story is, like, about some, like, twin murdering her sister. So, like, great. Told you. Twins. Told what you. do you mean? Remember when I told you that Allison had a twin? I feel like oh. this was a oh. real story. Maybe. 
Maybe. Maybe. But the thing is, though, like, wouldn't Jason know that he has, a like, a twin? Says, like, twin sister? Like, you, know what I mean? you know what I mean? Like, wouldn't he know that? Yeah. I, yes, but also, Jason doesn't really, like, know much. Like, I don't really know, like, what he's thinking, you know? Is he yeah, he, it's hard to know what he knows, honestly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, like, I feel like if he there was a twin, like, he would just be like, oh, Allison. Like, he would be like, oh, I don't know there's another twin because they both look the same. So he'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, Allison is always around all the time, even though the other one acts a little bit different. He's like, oh, there's just, she's, that's both Allison. So, but the mom would be, would definitely know that, that there's an extra twin. So I don't know how that, honestly, if that's the case... I can't wait to see how they'll try to fix that and un- like yeah. and unravel it because it it can't make sense. Do it doesn't I mean? make sense, and I I want it to, and I'm not really sure about the twin thing, but I have a feeling about the twin thing. Mm. So intuition, okay. just saying. Well, um, I will say too, it's very weird to see Allison without like a soft glow. Do you know what I mean? Like usually when we oh, see her, oh, where they put that like hazy filter on her. Yeah, for like, for, like, the flashbacks and stuff like that. It's weird to see her just, like, be there all the time. Because we're so used to, like, only mm. getting tiny little glimpses of her. But seeing her all the time, it was, there was very a lot of interesting. Her. Yes, yeah. a lot of her. Um, and we were even told stuff. We were told things that the girls don't even know about. So now we'll have to, like, right. make sure we don't forget that, that the girls don't know that. Um, but, yeah, so this is, it's in 2008. So that's a year before Allison went missing. Mm-hmm. And so that means that these 20 four-year-olds are playing 14-year-old girls which we'd love to see um (laughs) well that's why they that's what they put that like i can't explain it it's like a blurry filter where i'm assuming it's supposed to make them look younger because they're they don't have any pores they don't have like there's nothing there's not anything on their face other than their eyeballs their mouth and their nose and their eyebrows because the (laughs) okay because the blurry filter is like it blurs them out too much that like they almost disappear and they're like glowing and stuff. It's hard are to you explain talking, it. If you've seen the show, you understand what I mean. Are you talking about during the flashbacks or just in general during this episode? I think like during this episode, they put a little bit of the blurry filter to make them look a little younger. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they, if they did that. I mean, their their idea of making a girl look younger is just having her squeal more because there's just a lot more squealing that they were doing. Right. And <laughs> Hannah does have the fat suit again. She does, um, and basically they just put a pillow underneath her t-shirt because she, her yeah. stomach is still flat. She's just thicker. It's, like, weird. It's <laughs> like if you were to put a pillow underneath your shirt. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, so that's a bit weird, um, and we do have Allison being fat phobic multiple times, so great. What a um, good friend. What a great friend. So <laughs> the next scene is uh, all the girls, including Allison, are walking down the street and allison is of course like subtly insulting everybody the whole time Mm -hmm. being very shady uh and i will say too not only was it strange to see allison like just there all the time it is strange to see the girls like be so different from who they are in the show now Mm -hmm. um so i guess you can see how much allison's death really changed them because they're like totally different people i will say that well i I mean definitely even Allison changing him, also Allison being gone has changed them so much mm-hmm. that even Spencer was a completely different person. Like, she was this nerdy yeah. geek that was scared that she wasn't going to win class president. And now that I think about it, I feel like if Spencer was doing that now, she couldn't care less. Like, she has mm-hmm. bigger demons to battle. Like, 
Well, she's now an investigator, so she's got exactly. more things to do. Right. Um, but we also see Noel um, drive by, and mm-hmm. he invites everyone to the Halloween party. And honestly, him and Allison kind of have this weird flirting thing going on. Yeah. Um, but I think this is kind of one of the first times that, like, Noel notices Arya or is um, trying to, you know, talk to Arya. And mm-hmm. you can definitely tell that Allison does not like that. Um, but there's, like, well, a theme. You didn't catch well, that? This whole episode? No, because wasn't the whole thing, like, Allison was getting, like, Arya to go to the party to, like, get Noel to like her? Like, she was doing her the favor? I think that, um... The reason that she was so mean to Arya later on is because she didn't want Arya ultimately to become the center of attention. I think I think at the mm. end of the day, even if she doesn't like Noel, she wants Noel's attention, you know, t- towards her because mm-hmm. she can't stand the thought of like no one looking at her, essentially. I can agree with that. I can also say that I feel like Noel is a little bit of, like, a goon for her. So if he's mm-hmm. more focused on Arya, she has less people to kind of do, I don't know, whatever she wants to do. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, um, and obviously all the girls are very excited for Noel's party. Um, and Allison is like, oh, you guys are such dweebs for being so excited, which is like, whatever. Um... <laughs> But uh, as they're walking, they end up stopping by a scary house, which I thought for a second was Jason's house. I think it's honestly the same <laughs> lot. They just, like, changed honestly, the house a little bit. it looks like the exact same house from the movie It. Yes, it has very much It and Monster House, like, Monster qualities house. to it. Yeah. <laughs> you thought it was Jason's house? That would have well, been because- Allison's house because they're the same, <laughs> the same family. I understand that, but... I I think they did because even okay if you look at the scene, even the way they have the camera like situated towards the uh, house, it's almost like that that whole like J- the whole Jason house and Allison's house, mm-hmm. that's actually their house, but they just changed the set to make it look like a different house because honestly okay. it looks like the same street with the dirt road and everything. Right. So I don't, I don't know. know. They played a lot of tricks on us this whole show because did you notice how like even the filming was different like we've seen like only a couple like details when they do show them near their homes but during this episode like we saw the whole street and it was bright Mm -hmm. and like weird and well i think they did whatever yeah and i think it's more bright because nothing bad has happened in rosewood yet so like mm-hmm. it's kind of like a it's it's like a subtle like set tone thing of like the set design is just like, oh well we have this town that nothing impure has really happened yet mm-hmm. so it's still bright and airy whereas now it's all dark and scary and you know scary yeah we have we have a bunch of waiters here that can't wait to insult you <laughs> exactly uh, but also too in front of this house um, they pan to a uh, a car which says radley sanatorium which i thought would come into play later it doesn't there's no reason for Mm -hmm. it um well while they are looking at the house and i think the girls turn away before this happens or mm -hmm. after this happens actually somebody like is in the home like an older man and they like open the door but you only see their hand opening the door so i don't know what that was supposed to be i mean maybe that'll come up later on like in the present maybe um, i don't Cause know because when we do because we do end up seeing the inside of the house later on 
yeah. there's no way that's a livable situation. It's not. It kind of looks like what I imagined Toby and Jenna's house to look like. <laughs> I wrote that down. I yes. literally wrote that down. It looks exactly like the inside of Toby and Jenna's house, like, mm-hmm. on a Tuesday night. I mean. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, speaking of Toby. Yeah. Which threw me a little bit because mm-hmm. we do see Toby and he's actually helping some movers move things in, which if you have been keeping up, Jenna's family's moving in. This well, is yeah, where because, Jenna's family moves in. Yeah, this is before that Toby has even ever really met or lived with Jenna. So I don't think that their relationship right. has really started yet. No. Um, And yeah, and also too, we kind of hear about what happened to Toby's biological mother. Yes. Um, she's dead. She died. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how but she's she's, on, she's I mean, not alive anymore it's, it's one or two things she got suddenly ill or car wreck it's always those two things well okay we don't have to go into too much detail but we could have always assumed that his mother was dead because mm-hmm. the dad wouldn't well never mind well never mind what were you gonna say I was going to say, there's no way the dad would have moved on without the wife dying. But people do it all the time. They cheat also, and they... Yeah. yeah, Tom. Look at Tom. I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but what I saw was like... Because I thought Emily was not friends with Toby ever. And she was talking to him like they were friends. Well, I thought I they were Toby, not friends. Uh, ever. Well, Toby has been her neighbor. So... Because I think that yeah, that's still Toby's like... original house. It's just that now Jenna and her mom are moving in. So I guess in some ways she would have at least been semi-friendly with him because she would have known mm-hmm. him for being her neighbor. I don't know. I just feel like, it feels like the message that we were getting when like he first mm-hmm. came back was like, oh yeah, she's never talked to him. Like they don't, they don't even know each other. They just live on the same street. Yeah. And that was what I thought. But it seems like she's had a couple friendly talks with Toby and she's mm-hmm. even nice enough to be like i'm sorry about your mom and good luck with your new family moving in and see you later well I, yeah i guess maybe um i don't know i never got the sense that they like hated each other beforehand or anything like that i didn't get that sense but mm-hmm. um speaking of like not getting the sense of things so the next scene is with ally and she's costume shopping Mm-hmm. and noel of course scares her because he's a quirky dude and they're all quirky together love love pranks yeah we love pranks here in the studio yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but uh i did i did also note too that I, and i said this earlier that it seems like noel and and uh and what's her face Allie have a weird flirtatious thing going on um, so especially here maybe they've hooked too. up maybe, maybe they've or, hooked up before uh, yeah Maybe in, because since they're so young, maybe like when they were 12, they hooked up. <laughs> they're literal infants. Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> when she was born, they were, they were hooking up. Yeah. Uh, but then also the camera after that scare, um, it like shows someone who's holding a hockey mask. So that kind of sets the tone for someone like watching out and following Allison this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we see... Something that I thought I'd never see in my my lifetime. I'll tell you that uh-huh. much. Yeah. We see Jenna. With Jenna before all of the bombs. Real eyes. <laughs> her real eyes. And let me tell you. Real eyes, real eyes. She's dressed in a really low-cut tank top, short mm-hmm. shorts, heels. I she mean, looks the older. whole nine yards. Can we just oh, say? Yeah. She's okay. not 14. 
Of course not. No, first of all, how are fourteen-year-olds shopping by themselves? I had to like I don't know be with tw- twenty other people just to like leave the house. I I think that this show would be it, the absurdity of it would really be highlighted if they actually casted fourteen-year-olds for these roles. Mm-hmm. I think that people would be like, "Oh, what am I watching?" Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like people would be like, "What am I watching?" Be- without any of that, because the show I say, "What am I watching?" when I watch the show. Yeah, but it was really popular, and I can guarantee that. That people liked it i know they did well when allison goes up to jenna and like introduces herself and they're already start off on the bad foot wrong foot yeah the worst foot the foot's falling off and <laughs> and she's like oh you can't go as lady g and i'm like who who's, who's lady, lady g, g? <laughs> and i'm like oh maybe that's somebody that was popular during that time that I didn't yep. know of. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's fine. She's not gonna. She can't go as Lady G because Allison's going as Lady G. I'm like, that's fine. You know, only one Lady G at a time. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? <laughs> Did you know that Lady Gaga is Lady G? Because I didn't. I didn't know that until I saw the Halloween party. Right. Even, even with Allison's wig, I didn't know. It's, it wasn't until no. Jenna showed up that I knew. I was like, oh, that must be Lady G, but I don't know who that is. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she must be a rock star or she's Joan Jett. I don't know. Like, Literally, this is not. I, who called her Lady G? Who did that? Who did that I in her life? Know. I that was not her I name. Have, I feel like, and this is a funny prank, I feel like one of the actors was like, to the writers, oh, can one of us be, like, Lady G? And they're like, who's Lady G? And they're like, oh, you know, like, Lady G. And they're like, no, I don't know who that is. Lady Gaga, silly. And they're like, oh, Lady Gaga, yeah, I love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but can we say, like, she's Lady G? And they're like, okay, fine, that's fine. <laughs> I, you know what's so funny? For some reason, my thought, my first thought was, like, oh, was Lady G, like, some type of, like, you know, I reality star that I didn't know? I like, thought she honestly, was a saint. I was like, especially with Alice, especially with Allison's costume, I thought that that Lady G was like a dog the bounty hunter character. And I was so confused. <laughs> I thought Lady G was one of the characters you select from um what's it called? Rock and Roll God or whatever you play on. Yeah. We <laughs> What's it called? I know Rockstar? I know what you mean though. Yeah, with the guitar. <laughs> God. Rock I don't remember something. what it's called, but wow. It'll come um, back later. But I was like, oh, that must be who that is. <laughs> I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that was actually happening. I was shocked. I know. But, you know, Jenna, um, yeah, she Rock wants band. to be, Figured there we out. go. Jenna, she wants to be Lady G also at Noel's party, which she was also invited to. Um, go figure. She just got yeah. here and she's already been invited to a party. Which is why I think Allison, because okay, this is this is what I mean by being like confused by where what, by what the show was hinting at. Because in my mind, Jenna was just like was just like a nerd, kind of like Mona, who Allie didn't like. But mm-hmm. turns out it wasn't that at all. Um, Jenna was actually the new hot girl, and mm-hmm. Allison didn't like the thought of all the attention going on Jenna to the new and, girl. Yeah, so it turns out that Jenna was actually a rival. Not just like a nerdy girl who was like annoying. I I don't know why in my mind Jenna was nerdy, but she totally wasn't. Like not at all. No, <laughs> she was no. Lady G. And she was. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's ridiculous. Whoever says that is crazy. 
Anyway, first of all, the fact that Jenna, she looks like she's 40 years old. Guys. Yeah. It would make, it was making me upset. But also, like, Allison already hated her. And the fact that she didn't like that somebody else could like her, that she was like, I'm going to throw a firework at her face so that mm-hmm. something bad happens to her, is shocking. It really shows how uh, damaged Allison was. <laughs> Truly. Because I, I guess I just, I really didn't, I I, get, I didn't get the sense that Jenna was a rival and not just like an annoying person, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of this scene, also, um, someone uh, messages Allison with like a mm-hmm. threatening, like, I'm watching you type text, which is very A-like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, it's like a weird, it's, you said hockey mask, but it's like a weird, like, baby face mask. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. weird. So, um, the next scene is, uh, uh our favorite couple, um, Ian and Allison. <laughs> and, uh, Ian is recording I don't think they're a couple her. at this point in time. Well, you know what I mean. Our I favorite do. duo. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, he's recording. Of course, yeah. Why? Yeah. But, <laughs> she... Allison, when Ian's recording her, Allison's like, ooh, do I look good? My grandmother was a sweater model. <laughs> Why? Honestly. Why? We, we really, like, I don't know. I, I don't even know what to say. It just gets worse and worse, and it's, it's starting to, I think, hurt my mental health. I don't know. But <laughs> what is a sweater model? Like, what, why not just mm. model? Right. Well, because I, I think if you're a sweater model, they don't see your head or the bottom of your torso. Also, you just see the the arms and the, and the torso. Yeah, if you're a sweater model, you don't even need your face. Just just the sweater. First of all, who's modeling? Sweaters. You know what? <laughs> you know what? This show can go die. <laughs> Honestly, why? Okay, so I know there was the NAT club, but they didn't talk mm-hmm. about it in this episode. No. But of course, that was what Ian was recording for, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're just recording random junk. Like, who makes a yeah. club? Like, look at all this random stuff I recorded. And it's like, oh, hey, I'm being Jason now, if you didn't know. Why are you recording my sister? She's talking about my grandma and her sweaters. I don't know. I thought it was cool. Like, what? Come on. I have a feeling that their project that they were rec- that they were doing which probably ended up getting them in trouble because they saw something they weren't supposed to see with their camera mm-hmm. i think their project was one of those things where it's like ooh, we're gonna expose the secrets of this small town and and oh, you know, all that yeah i feel like it was probably around it's probably something like that and then ian um probably saw something he shouldn't have seen like mm-hmm. toby and jenna hooking up Mm-hmm. And um, perhaps when Allison saw that footage, she like got all like, you know, got feral because she wanted to bring down Jenna in the first place. Mm-hmm. So got to make her I, blind now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I feel like that's probably what happened. Like, like basically like, ooh, here's the secrets. And we're like some angsty boys who are artsy. But then turns out it went too far. You know. All right. Yeah. That's, that's kind of my get- feeling. It doesn't get more ridiculous than that, I have to say. I know. Like, the writers really, really like, oh, you know what? We're going to make the NAT club. Oh, okay, that sounds like an interesting club. What is it? What do you do? What do you do in the club? You just record. You just record things. Oh, what things do you record? Anything. Just have the camera on, really. 
I mean, I guess it's a good way to, like, have secret footage. You know what I mean? It kind of gives an explanation for that. I guess. Um, but uh, they were, Ian and Allison in this scene were already flirting. So there was already, like, some type of thing going on. Like, not, like, hooking up, but the, but the, the feelings had started already yeah but i didn't sense there was feelings on ian's side it was more like allison's side only and she was definitely upset that ian was with melissa for sure because she flat out just insults melissa like in front of her like she does not care yeah and um and also you can tell too that melissa and spencer because they they come down the stairs Mm -hmm. and um they're in good they actually have a really good relationship yeah Actually, surprisingly, if if Spencer never dated her sister's older boyfriends, they probably would be good friends. See, it's funny you say that because I actually don't think that's that's the only reason why there's this weird rivalry between the two. Um, mm. In fact, I think it started way earlier, and I think it started with Allison. And because you know how uh, you know Allison is trying to <clears throat> tell Melissa and even Spencer that like oh, Melissa, you're just trying to be perfect and you don't care about anybody else and you just like competition and you only, you're selfish. Mm-hmm. But then right. um, Melissa says, no, it's just the Hastings pride. Like, we're just competitive. It's right. it's not malicious. We're just, it's just how we are. But um, I think that Allison, especially for Spencer, kind of twists that and says, oh, you know, your parents just think that Melissa is so great. She has a halo over her. Don't you hate that? Spencer's like, um, I never saw it that way, but I guess... Now that you say maybe, that, I guess I do. Maybe I do hate her. I don't know. Yeah, I think that I think that low key Allison kind of started the rivalry between Melissa and Spencer. I do think so. I, I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that because for some crazy reason, there's not one good bone in Allison's body. I don't know why this character. I don't even know if she's gonna even be redeemable because we're definitely gonna see her later on, but. I don't know what they're going to do to make her a good person. What is she going to get rid of A? I don't even the, know. The thing is, I don't think they're going to try to make her. Well, here's the thing. I think the show ha- is is well established in the sense that it knows that Allison is is a villain. She's mm-hmm. not she's not like this this anti-hero. No, she is the villain. Right. So, in some sense, I hope that they keep with that and that they don't try to redeem her. They just kind of keep her as the tortured villain, I guess. Hmm. All right. Um, because obviously, just, she, there's like she just is mean. She's just evil. Like who? She's who's evil. Rooting yeah. for this character, I don't understand. But I mean, characters like that, especially you know, girls who feel the need to bully everybody, definitely have like a bad origin story. Like probably something traumatic happened. Uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, we do see there's like little snippets where her, I guess you can say her armor kind of breaks a little bit, where you mm-hmm. can see her kind of contemplating like her actual emotions because she actually is a person and does have feelings mm-hmm. but she like guards it back up you can see yeah it has, there has to be a reason for that too so mm-hmm. you know but uh the next scene is <laughs> aria and she's wow. with her you know her her clipping uh pink pink Neon hair pink. just flowing in the wind and she's running down the hollis hallway and who mm-hmm. does she run into who does she bump into <laughs> little little boy ezra yeah little fetus ezra um yeah (laughs) and uh i'm surprised he didn't like notice that she bumped into him and went hey can i date you right now yeah you look so young even younger that let's just do it right now (laughs) you're very young do you want to go out (laughs) it's a good pickup your your (laughs) your pink hair is so cool how old are you 12 do you want to go out 
You know, it's funny that we're making a joke about this because that's exactly what Jason said. Jason said that, you know what I mean? Like, he, yeah. he said, he I loved like, your, your pink, pink hair, hair when you were 14. He's like, that, you had pink hair and that my boner was so <laughs> It was boner alert. <laughs> First, I saw your pink hair and then I couldn't stop thinking about you. And that's the end of that. So, Nasty. so alarming. This is what I mean. I can't if even they, think about it. I can't even speak about it because it, it makes me nauseous. If they... If they would have casted actual 14-year-old girls, there would have been a riot in the streets. There would have been lawsuit central. Like, first of all, they wouldn't even be allowed to have their parents not there because your parents legally have to be on the set when you're mm-hmm. underage. Like, Kira Knightley, when she was filming the first movie of Pirates of the Caribbean, she was 17 and her parents had to be there while she was mm-hmm. filming. Oh, so, that's like, so creepy that she was being, like, sexualized. At se- that's weird. Yeah. Disney I didn't know that. Out because of disney well, movie <laughs> well definitely be careful and if they had 14 year olds running around on this set with all these crazy pedophiles especially the writers it would have just been like the show would have been cut i am telling you the pilot wouldn't have even like they wouldn't have even gotten past mm-hmm. the pilot because there would have been so many problems well they yeah and they get away with it because all the girls are actually in real life like in their 20s older. so it's like right. they look older obviously so oh god it's i mean they wouldn't have any problems crazy. with the jenna character because she looks like ancient <laughs> you're so mean to her she looks like she's <laughs> so 25 i'm not gonna say she looks 40 i just feel like somebody definitely could have been casted that is older but looks younger than the, the way yeah. she looks because she looks older i don't mean it in a mean way but she looks so freaking old that when I see her and her, her kissing Garrett, I don't think, oh, that's gross. Because I think, oh, this is the same person that's 82 kissing an 82-year-old because that's how old they are. And that's how old they look. <laughs> Every time you say Jenna's fake age, you get older and older. Because <laughs> I'm trying to make a point. She's so freaking old. But she's so young. Wow. Like, people still think I'm, like, in middle school. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I don't like it, but it is what it is. But, like, with her, they're like, when are you getting put into the retirement home? Like, where's your nurse? Do you need help up the stairs, ma'am? <laughs> I feel like you just unloaded your own trauma in, like, a weird roundabout way <laughs> of being, like, considered so young all the time. <laughs> honestly i wish i looked way older i wish i had wrinkles so that people would be like oh my god look at that poor old lady (laughs) feel bad for her (laughs) Uh, but instead people just think you just got off the bus (laughs) (laughs) i yeah i know what bus you're talking about (laughs) you don't have to describe (laughs) just thought just thought i'd put the clarify all right next Um, Okay, so when Arya, when she runs into Ezra, she actually is heading towards her dad's office. And mm. when she gets there, um, uh, little Miss Meredith Ooh. is reading in there on the couch. A the little sloot. little tart, as they would the say. Tart. As, as Jenna, as an 82-year-old would say, she would say tart. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't, that I can't pull. tell. I think I think they have started the affair, but I kind of can't tell how far it's gone because the way th- either the dad's a really good liar or it hasn't really picked like started the off. The dad's a very good liar. Wow. Well, Boyle. Should- She's laying wow. on his couch with no shoes on, 
mm-hmm. relaxing away, reading a novel or whatnot. She's done it before. They've probably done it on that couch in his office. Like, Ugh. yeah, I know. And yeah, he was lying. He was like, I don't even, yeah, that's just a student. I don't even really, what's her name? I don't know. Meredith? Who knows? But they've hooked yeah. up many times before. Yeah, because his excuse is that all the students do that. Like, he's the cool professor. Right. He was, she was like, what, what, that's weird. What, what is she doing here? And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I'm just like the cool dude. I'm, I'm the cool professor. I'm the cool professor yeah. that goes, when I'm not feeling well, the class is canceled. And they all come to my office and hang out on my couch. And they read their books with their shoes off. That's the guy. That's the professor I am. You know, just like every professor does. I mean, it's normal, right? <laughs> uh, wow. Okay, so after that, uh, it goes to Hannah, and she's watching a scary movie alone. Mm-hmm. And um, someone keeps calling her, but then no one answers. But then eventually, like the third time they call, Allison mm-hmm. is like, "Is someone following you? Did you get a text? What's going on?" Like that. Like she like is all paranoid. Well. She's not concerned for Hannah. I can tell you that. She asked, "Had did you text me earlier, or were yeah. you were you watching me at the Halloween store or something?" She's like, "What? No, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm mm-hmm. too busy being fake fat." And <laughs> look at my and thin Allison's face, like, my pillow body. <laughs> and Allison just hangs up. And clearly, throughout the entire episode, ever since she got that text, she thinks it's from one of the girls. She thinks mm-hmm. it's either from Spencer or Hannah or Emily or Aria or whatnot. And she's trying to suss them out. And there's a part in the episode where she does a little prankety prank to see where their loyalties lie. If she, if they're pranking her with text or if they're actually her friends. Oh my God, you are so smart. Because when that it's just scene... just me and my 82-year-old brain with my 12-year-old face. Yeah, because when that scene went down, I was confused as to why she like pranked them. But now it yeah. all makes sense because she was testing because, okay. Yeah. All right. That makes more sense. It was a test. It was yeah. a test to see who is texting. I'm going to do a little prank. This is Allison. I'm Allison, by the way. We're going to do a little prank here. I'm going to do a little prank and see which one of my friends is sending me silly text. And then I'll know. And they all freak out and they all get really scared and they were worried for her. And she's like, oh, well, it's none of them. Yeah. That's the end of the episode. Um <laughs> bye everyone (laughs) yeah goodbye uh but back to this scene um also uh when hannah's watching the movie her mom ends up coming home but she's a little little drunk drunk. but she's being escorted by (gasps) not the detective yet not yet yet he is a cop so he's the cop now um and darren you know he's 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 just darren He's Darren, but in my mind, he's 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 the cop. In my mind, he's big detective. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, never his actual name, but no. even in this scene, you can tell that 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 he kind of has a thing for for Ashley, which is so, crazy because it's obviously that he just met her and now he he has a thing for her. I don't. I think that it's a small town, so there's a good chance that he would have seen her before. Like walking around or something because it seems like he was excited to finally get like a chance to be around her do you know what i mean i don't know he he has very weird vibes he freaks me out yeah um but also too this is um just around the same time as like tom like leaving so yeah. this is like very early in that whole saga mm-hmm. so 
uh, after that, um, there's a scene where apparently Emily's boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, Ben, um, he, well, not ex then, but he is um, telling all of his friends that him and Emily hooked up over the weekend. And when I say yeah. hooked up, I mean all the way, apparently. Um, these 14-year-olds <laughs> talking about that. Uh, and Arya, like, when she finds out, she's like, I'll go beat him up. Like, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to start, like, throw hands? What's going on? And <laughs> it's, like, a little I much. I really, I really, I don't know if I could dislike her any more than I already do. I know. It's bad. Um, <laughs> but... Emily says no, it's fine, because she's saying, she's claiming that Ben is telling the truth. Which, here's the thing, even if he was telling the truth, it's still not okay for him to do that. Yeah, don't <laughs> say it. Like, don't go around the entire school and say it. Yeah, like, it's a little... You can tell your um, best buds and be like, hey, bro, I just hooked up with my girlfriend, or whatever. I just hooked up with my bae, and we had crazy <laughs> S-E-X, brother. And that's fine. You know fine. what, though? I just kind of had an epiphany a little bit of, like, mm-hmm. if, if Emily's in the closet and she desperately wants to be perceived as straight, I guess she would want that rumor going around. Because then it would be like, oh, well, I'm not gay. Like, I hooked up with Ben. Remember? Remember, guys? Hey, guys, remember, like, I actually do like penis. Don't yeah, get like, it Yeah, like, I definitely can't be gay if I hooked up with a guy once. There's no way I could <laughs> possibly like another sex if I'm having sex with Ben all the time. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Illogical. Okay? It doesn't make sense. Uh... But another part of this um, scene is, you know, because Allison, she end up, she, she, you know, she comes by the table, she sits down. So the next part of the scene is, uh, you know, after Allison has already sat down and gotten caught up in the whole Ben thing, um, Mona walks over, nerdy and everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind it's of sad. Um, it is sad. But this, to me, is a perfect origin story for a villain i'm really yeah. i'm really doubling in on um mona being a uh, definitely yeah because even because uh, the next part the next scene is actually um something we've already seen which is uh aria seeing meredith and her dad making out in the car with uh yeah. allison and uh but part of that too is mona like chasing them down the street trying to get their attention so well also a little bit before before that, um, like, when she says hi to Allison or whatever, hi to the table, like, Allison goes, like, if you ignore it, it will go away. And then mm-hmm. she goes to sit at, like, basically the loser table, which happens to have Lucas also sitting there. Yeah. So I feel like this mm-hmm. is the beginning of their origin story to both be on the team of a villain mm-hmm. towards yeah. Allison. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um, but after all of that, um, it's Allison and she's in her room, uh, and Jason comes in and he's, like, asking for, um, money, but, mm-hmm. uh, also Jason mentions, like, his project he's doing with his friends, yeah. and, uh, obviously Allison doesn't know what the, pro- what the project is yet, um, and, like, Jason says to, like, oh, if I told you I have to kill you, which is, like, obviously them trying uh-huh. to, yeah, yeah, haha, silly, uh, <laughs> and uh, then Jason gives Allison a package. Says says like this is left on the porch for you. Yes. Um, and in the package is a like a voodoo doll, and mm-hmm. uh, it basically says like you know I'm I'm gonna be the one torturing you now. Ha ha. Yeah. 
take that. My turn. <laughs> um, yeah. And that little message is very interesting, actually. So she saves the message for some reason. I don't really know why. Yeah, um, I would throw that out. <laughs> yeah. She opens up her vent and yes. in it, in the vent, she is hiding that box that Jason gave Arya. That Arya said she didn't find anything interesting in. The trinket um, box. Yeah. And she ends up putting the note in the doll's head that, mm-hmm. like, she had in that box. And like yes. then, like, you know, puts it away again. So, you know, eventually Arya is probably going to find that or someone's going to find it. Um, cause yeah, like the box Arya is going to knock box. off her like nightstand or something. The yeah. doll's going to fall out and the head's going to break and the note's going to be there. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So maybe they're going to somehow surmise that, uh, you know, Allison was being threatened. Like, A, started before any of them. Right. But, you know, to me, I feel like even that would be like, even, okay, obviously we know that's true. But if I was like Arya... I don't think I'd take that leap. Like, that's such a far leap to take. Of Like, oh my god, that's A. Like, you know what I mean? Well, especially since, like, even the note doesn't say, like... Usually, like, notes from A will have, like, the mm-hmm. dash A. So you know it's from her or him. Yeah. And this note doesn't have that. It's just... It says, it's my turn to torture you. So, it, it to be honest, it looks like a note that Allison left in there. Yeah. That she probably wanted Arya to have that box. And now it looks like maybe she's the one that's going to be she is a i don't know where they're going to take that mm-hmm. lead because it's not clear enough and it's definitely not going to be clear enough for aria's little tiny brain to put together that <laughs> allison was being yeah. like threatened before they even got threatened by a mm-hmm. so yeah i i am curious how they're going to re- like have that whole doll thing be exposed in the present because yeah um mm-hmm but after that, uh, it cuts to Ashley, and she's looking for a job, and she actually mm-hmm. sees that job she has now. For the bank. <laughs> so yeah. it's kind she's of like, a... ooh, this is interesting, and she puts a big circle around it. Yeah, it's again, it's an answer to a question none of us asked, which is how she got the job. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was dying to know while how she became a bank teller. Yeah, but while they're doing that, um, the the cop comes by again, detective. Mm-hmm. And... I hate his name. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call him what I'm gonna, what I'm gonna call him. He has a new name. Um, well, you call Byron <laughs> Boyle, so well that's his name in my mind. All right. <laughs> uh, but he comes by because he's just so infatuated with her. Like he wants to go out with her. He wants to be next to her. Yeah. Everything. Well, she's just so mysterious um, because she's so heartbroken from her yeah. marriage being torn apart that he's like, oh wow, what a what an interesting woman. Like she seems like a project i can put together well maybe here's the thing maybe he was waiting for this moment like of when she would finally be free Ooh, to pursue scary yeah. um but she like rejects him she said i don't want to be with you like i'm new this is all fresh to me like i i'm busy like right. no and like, did you not understand that i was crying over my destroyed marriage that i don't <laughs> want to be with you i'm, I'm sad and see, to me, this, okay, obviously this guy's already weird. And when yeah. you reject a weird guy, they do Bad weird, things threatening happen. things. Exactly. Yes. So now I'm almost wondering if he almost wants to get back at that entire family and everyone she knows because of this whole rejection thing. And that's why he was so, 
maybe that's that's why he was so smug with hannah like oh mm-hmm. i'm gonna like be in your life forever now because i finally got her even though she didn't want me i had her anyways and mm-hmm. i think that that's also what made like ashley like pushing him out of their life it made it even more like of a ooh dig because she already rejected him before so i could definitely see like that those wheels turning in his head for like oh here's my plan like when when allison does get murdered and the whole news is out and he is finally promoted to detective or Mm -hmm. whatever he probably makes his move and goes hey this is the same girl with the mom that i think is super hot and I'm going to make their life a living hell and make mm-hmm. them actually be the murderers and get all the evidence I can, even the lack of evidence that I can. Yep. And just be like, yep, <laughs> she's a murderer and then her mom will fall in love with me. That's my plan. I <laughs> yeah. And I think definitely um, if that's his end goal, I don't know if he's going to get that. <laughs> well from the past course because then the mom then ashley's gonna be crying because her daughter's in jail and he's gonna be like you still don't yeah. want me i don't understand i I've, i'm in love with you and she's like my daughter's in jail you put her there how could i ever <laughs> like you and then he kills someone <laughs> exactly then he <laughs> then he like uh, well, kidnaps her and he's like can't you see i'm doing this all for us and it's like you're psycho man yeah i wouldn't be surprised if he turns like dark obsessive psycho i could see that for him mm-hmm definitely um yeah but the next scene is uh allison going over to spencer's house and this is where she tells spencer like oh like you might not be elected so like that's sad but like i can maybe help you with that (laughs) wink wink um but this is also where um allison sort of bad mouths melissa and sort of makes makes spencer see her sister in a different light which mm-hmm. is probably not a real true light. Um, and that's what I was talking about earlier with like Allison being sort of the catalyst for the strange jealousy going on with Spencer and Melissa. Right. Um, so th- I thought that that was kind of interesting to think that, that, you know, it's, it's because of Allison, like all of her, all of Spencer's bad family drama has happened. I think that's kind of interesting. Um, it's kind of crazy. Like if she was just never her friend, she'd probably be happy. Well, all the girls would be that way because they wouldn't have a like like on them all the time. You know what I mean? True, but I feel like definitely yeah. like Spencer, like like you said, like she, Allison kind of like did the domino effect with, because her she looked like she had a good relationship with her sister, and then all of a sudden she's like, well, I gotta be better than her, mm-hmm. and I feel like if Allison wasn't there, probably everything would be okay, and her parents would love her. I don't know, maybe they wouldn't, but I just feel like complete different yeah. trajectory of her life without Allison for all of them too, of course that's very true um and after that uh we see Arya confronting Boyle about Meredith and uh he tells Arya that oh what you saw was the end of the relationship what a but he was smiling yeah I think it was I think it wasn't true he was smiling while he was kissing her I think it only definitely, ended because yeah. he got caught he definitely it was not the end he was lying again and mm-hmm. when he did get caught and she was and he had to know that he had to go confront Arya and be like listen if you told your mom already uh, I, i'm ready to end it but if you <laughs> haven't can you lie for me and mm-hmm. you know maybe keep this between us <laughs> what a crazy crazy yeah person. and like, he's obviously upset like he's crying because like oh man I, I can't have a wife and a girlfriend like that's not fair and it's like 
you're in aria's like crying and she's like don't touch me i can't trust you and he's like whatever your decision is honey and then he like cries in the hallway and it's like dude really get a grip yeah seriously you know and also aria says too like she she tells her father i'll never forgive you for this Mm -hmm. but like she definitely does though because then she like blames her mom for all the problems later on the fact that she's like i'll never forgive you for this but i'll keep your secret for you does those two things don't mix i'll never forgive you but i'll like i'll make sure that mom never knows that you cheated on her and ruined the family and then in the Mm -hmm. future she'll figure it out not because i told her because i am so stupid and mike will actually have to go to therapy because of this yeah it's weird to see the way all things like track because I don't know. I feel. I feel like. I feel like at the end of the day, Arya did end up forgiving her father, which I think is ludicrous. But you know. Yeah. Uh. So after uh that scene, um, we see Allie and Emily walking together, and the whole mm-hmm. time Allison is like weirdly flirting with Emily. It's like all the time. That's always um, always in the flashbacks. Yeah. Whenever Emily is there and Allison is talking to her, it's always like this weird. It's uncomfortable, like flirting. It's very strange. Yeah, but you know that Allison's doing it because she likes the attention. 100%. Right. She's not doing it because she cares that Emily has a crush on her. She just likes that yeah. people are paying attention to her. Exactly. I, I, mm-hmm. I think that's why she always tells Emily, you are my favorite, because Emily always gave her the most attention. Probably. You know what I mean? Uh, but <laughs> Allie, like, offers Emily the pill, and... Mm-hmm. Emily's like, well, actually, turns out, like, I didn't, I don't need it because I actually didn't sleep with Ben. That was a lie. Oopsies. So quirky. Just funny pranks. So, <laughs> just, just funny the pranks we do pranks. here. Mm-hmm. Just Rosewood pranks. So there's that little insight into that. Um, and then uh, after that is all the girls back together, including um, Allison, and at, the, at school. Mm-hmm. And Allison tells Spencer that, oops, dropped my pen. But um, Allison tells Spencer that she took care of the election. That's all good. And then little Miss Arya has the audacity to come into the scene wearing something that is offensive to me and Mm. the entire community of people. Because not the entire community of people. How dare she? (laughs) I know. She is wearing this weird tilted like bellhop hat (laughs) can we just like can she just wear normal clothes it's not hard (laughs) i mean the other girls wear normal clothes all the time yeah because she looks like a drunk 1950s housewife like she like dressed herself in the dark like i don't know what's going on here and i hate it wasn't like the rest of the outfit like kind of like a maid's outfit but it was a corset but there was other colors and it was like two layers of jean skirts what's happening here i don't know even her hairstyle was bad it's like this weird knot at the base of her neck it was bad it honestly i i'm starting to not be as shocked by the things she's wearing other than those earrings last episode because those were those were frightening Mm -hmm. but like when i saw the hat i didn't even think to mention it because at this point, it's like, of course, of course, she's wearing like this bellhop Jackie Kennedy hat <laughs> for some reason at school because that's because mm-hmm. that's what she has to do. And we have to accept that. And that's she's artsy. And that's what artsy people wear. Artsy people wear those hats. 
so, uh, apparently. S- apparently. But see, I mentioned the hat thing because I think the hat is 10 times more offensive than the, than those earrings. 100%. No. Honestly, what would have been <laughs> really offensive is if they did the hat with the earrings. Could you imagine? <gasps> I can't. Unfortunately, I can't imagine that. Even though they don't match, I can imagine and, it. And this is where I really kind of get like confused because she'll be wearing that on a normal day to school right and then her halloween mm-hmm. costume is just a black wig and a black dress okay Confusing. i know just wear your normal I clothes know. and that's a halloween costume that's so sad <laughs> <laughs> when you are the Seriously. costume <laughs> yeah it's like oh what are you uh, what are you dressed up as the i'm just wearing my clothes oh i thought you were like dressing up as like a celebrity or something i don't know and the thing is, too, like, Allison had, she had a perfect opportunity to make fun of Arya for that hat, but instead she, like, instead, she instead, like, makes fun of her for the whole dad thing. Like, ooh, Arya, like, don't you have something to say about your dad? Yeah. You know? Her priorities aren't straight. She's trying to out Arya because her dad's a cheater, which, like, really, like, why is that Allison's business? Like, why does the whole school need to know that Arya's dad cheated mm-hmm. on her mom? Makes no sense to me. But she's going to allow the hat. She's going to let that slide? I'm shocked. And the hat is an actual hate crime, so that shouldn't... <laughs> Speaking of if hate anything crimes, she though, should be worried about is Arya's clothes, not Arya's parents. Well, the thing is, though, I guess in some ways it makes sense for her character because uh, Allison then perpetrates a hate crime with uh, Lucas. And she, oh like, gets in Lucas's face and is like, oh, you're a... In, her, in, in Allie's words, a Hermie. Um... Which you cannot make that joke. You cannot say that today at all. I can definitely I can definitely say this. If Allison bullied me at school the way she bullied Mona and Lucas, I would totally torture her and stalk her and send her creepy text and be like, mm-hmm. you better watch out. I'm watching you. And make her feel scared and bully her because the, what she did to Lucas, it's unforgivable. Mm-hmm. Like, you would hate somebody for the rest of your life. The lady that said... Oh, I wasn't handing you the water. I'm not. I'm never gonna be her friend. I'll never like her because the way she said, "I'm not giving you the water. It's for your mom." So basically, you're um, you are uh, advocating that you should hold a grudge for the rest of your life. I'm saying it's perfectly fine if you if mm-hmm. somebody accidentally bumps into you and they spill their drink on you and you go. Was it, yeah. were your parents confused when you were born because you have both a penis and vagina and you're a hermaphrodite and, you, and you're just saying that in the school halls? Yeah. I'd, yes. I'm going to tell that person. I'm going to walk up to them and walk up to them and go, hey, you know what you're allowed to do? You're allowed to torture this person for the rest of your life. You're allowed to do that. I give you this. I'll hand them a Monopoly pass where it says get out of jail free card and I scribbled it out and said allowed to bully per- <laughs> this person. Yeah, it, it would definitely make it could definitely make someone homicidal. <laughs> you think? <For> sure. Because <laughs> uh, even but, like her friend, even Hannah like walks away and is like, "What's a hermaphrodite?" Like, come on. I know, and that word you can't. That's not you shouldn't say that word anymore. Like that's, that's what I mean. Like this whole entire thing, you just can't it's so do it. You just can't do. It. This show should have never been done. First of all. It's a lot, but um, Mona watches the whole thing, so that kind of reiterates mm-hmm. that you know they're they're sort of they're packed, and yeah, because uh, she kind of like makes like eye contact with Lucas, 
She doesn't say anything, but you can definitely see, like, they're conversing with their eyeballs. You know what, though? If I'm being honest, I do not think that Lucas is part of this new situation, though. Like, in the present time, what probably happened is Lucas and Mona started this together, and then Mona got popular, and then left him in the dust, but continued the torture without him. I definitely could agree with that. Because when Mona and Lucas, like, in the present time, when they Mm -hmm. interact, it almost seems like Lucas is, like upset with her that like they have a history and it's they have a history basically um and that what they did was all in the past together but you know don't do it together anymore yeah i can definitely see that Mm -hmm. uh the next thing thing that happens though is that spencer she wins the election Mm -hmm. so at least allison kept on kept her promise also though too how do we know that that spencer was not gonna win it in the first place allison just could have been lying yeah honestly i feel like she just did that so she had something over spencer Mm -hmm. but honestly like she gives but takes so much more she's like here i'm gonna do this for you and then she like bullies them for the rest of their life Mm -hmm. for sure uh the the next the next scene is uh oh they're all getting (laughs) all the girls are getting ready for the Halloween party, and wow. um, wow! Again, like I didn't, I didn't know who Lady who Lady G was, even with Allison's costume, because her yeah. wig was so bad and confusing that I just didn't understand what was going on. Um, exactly. But once again, um, someone is watching uh, out Spencer's window. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what, too. I was thinking that the the person wearing the costume could have been part of the film project that Jason and and his friends were doing. Oh, maybe. I thought about that Possibly. too. Possibly. Um but uh, everyone goes downstairs to get the pizza except Aria and Allison and this is where Allison is sort of like uh kind of corners upset Aria. with Aria that she's not going to yeah. be telling her mom what happened with right. the whole affair thing. Mm-hmm. Um because even though Allison says some other stuff, I think that deep down, Allison has at least some some type of moral compass where I think that low-key, she kind of looks down on men in a weird way because it seems like when men betray somebody, she gets, like, really triggered. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm. But she really thinks that, um, that Arya should tell her mom about the affair. Yeah. Uh, but the... Next scene is we're we're finally at the Halloween party, um, and I will say that also Emily's costume as it's the quote unquote no, because she's she's going as the quote unquote Indian girl. That's how that's how yeah. Emily says it. Right. Yeah. We, that would no. So there's, no. A lot, there's a lot of things in this episode that are so problematic today. It's honestly just the I don't yeah. It's every it's there's bad. like so, some things like in the show like even in other episodes where it's just like that's just not allowed and I don't even know if that was even allowed back then I don't know if they're being raunchy for this show but like you, you just cannot <laughs> wow, you can't do that or say that it's just no yeah um but uh so so okay so yeah so Emily is the offensive um quote unquote Indian girl um, and then actually Allie is all of these G. costumes are lady g i can't with the lady g thing <laughs> all of the costumes 
kind of took me out. Yes, there was yeah. Emily who was... Well... Which is, like, because she's brown, you're going to make her mm-hmm. the Indian person? I know. How dare you? It's, there's so many Shame. things, so many layers. Right. <laughs> like, she could have been something... She could have been anything. Anything. I know. Like, Spencer literally went as somebody that no one knew. Well, I know who she was, but also well, I'm, I'm... Yeah. I well, know. no one at that party knew who she was. She was Mary well, of Queen not. of Scots. <laughs> yeah. Which actually, low-key... Well, yeah, we get to know, but I will say that that um, uh, I think that Spencer had the best costume. It was the most professional-looking. Like, it looked like a real costume. Everyone else oh, was well, like... yeah bargain bin costume was it the best looking yes was it the best costume for the party no <laughs> i guess so but Noel is uh, a gynecologist <laughs> <laughs> which come on <sighs> honestly in the moment i would have laughed but when i like kind of let it settle a little bit i would definitely be like oh wait that's wow that's wrong it's creepy. And think about this, too. He's supposed to be a 14-year-old gynecologist. Ooh. Isn't that interesting? Well, aren't all 14-year-old <laughs> boys thinking about that stuff? I can guarantee a 14-year-old boy wouldn't know what a gynecologist is. That's definitely true. <laughs> so. <laughs> but, definitely, but definitely, could you, I just, like, pictured, like, what if he was, like, my gynecologist and I got scared? <laughs> terrifying especially if he's like oh you want to make, make an appointment with me <laughs> wink wink i'd be like i gotta go ew because <laughs> what he does <laughs> oh lord well so you know they arrive but also another lady g arrives in a better costume i might unbelievable. add unbelievable and it's jenna and she, How is she has walking all of her legs out yeah she <laughs> But she has... Oh, wait, she's wearing sunglasses, though. She is wearing sunglasses. Yeah, but she's not blind yet. No, <laughs> not yet. Um, but she's also in a Lady G costume that's much more revealing. So all the boys want her, and Allison doesn't but like that. But also, like, this is a Lady G costume that everyone knows. Yeah. Like, you see that, and you go, oh, yeah, that's, of course, that's Lady Lady G, of course. Mm-hmm. And you see Allison, and you go, who are you? Are you a witch? No, I'm Lady G. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who's that? Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so definitely Jenna um, is outs- the better like, Lady is- G. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can tell Allison does not like that at all. No. But then... Um, That's when she Mona- made her plan. She's like, I'm going to make her blind right here if I have to. <laughs> I'll just throw some beer in her eyes. Um... <laughs> but then mona comes up and she like runs into allison almost and mona is 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 catwoman looking really great right great costume looks great yeah for a nerd Um, (laughs) for a nerd uh (laughs) but allison doesn't recognize her which is like come on (laughs) that's that's top tier insult (laughs) that you can't recognize someone from them wearing a costume it's it wow i know you know allison says like oh do i know you um but and mona's like no but you will yeah so 
That's ominous. There you go. But uh, <laughs> the that's enough that proof Allison... I need. If I was the detective, I'd be like, "That's a." There you go. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but Allison is uh, hanging out, um, kind of where Jenna is, sort of like almost like weirdly like following her. I think. Mm-hmm. And um, Jenna is just living her life, but Allison decides to walk up and confront her. And um, this scene was kind of is... like embarrassing for Allison, to be honest. Yeah, a little bit. Because Allison sort of says, oh, like, um, you can be my friend, and like, then, you'll, then you'll actually get clout. And mm-hmm. then Jenna's like, oh my I God, can get that on my clout? own. I did. But that's basically what it is. It's okay. Rosewood clout. Ew. That clout That pill. word makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, uh, t- I'm taking over um, the Ace family. <laughs> I'm becoming Austin McBroom. Oh my god. I can't believe it. But she definitely she actually yeah, she's like, "Do you want to be our in our friend club cuz I can make you popular?" Mm-hmm. And this is where I was kind of like, "Okay, Jenna's maybe maybe Jenna's cool." She goes, "Yeah, I pick my own friends." And she walks away. Yeah, rejects Allison. Mm-hmm. Um big But mistake, then also though. I one of my favorite lines from Jenna in this though is um is she tells Allison, wow, you say froggy, they say jump. Who says that? No one. Who but she's says 82. That? 82 year olds say that. <laughs> <laughs> like, why can't you just say, like, I know that she's 82, but why can't you just say, when you say jump, they say how high? Like, who, do you know what I mean? That's, that's the normal response. But yes. nothing's normal here. Yes, but as you said, maybe she was chasing that clout pill too hard. And she got her sayings mixed up. She just took a little spin on her Yeah, own. she's overdosing on the clout pill. <laughs> as it is said. Oh, um, my God. But definitely, <laughs> it, this is where I kind of see a lot, a lot of connections were made in this show. Where, like, the Mona Lucas mm-hmm. thing. And then Jenna actually, like, starts talking to Mona. And it looks like they kind of mm-hmm. start a little bit of a friendship going on. Or yeah, something. so that... I think the show is definitely trying to hint at some alliances being made here, but I don't right. know how far the alliances truly go, you know? That, and also, is this just kind of, like, trying to make us think something that's not really there? Mm-hmm. Or, like, maybe they talked at that one Halloween party and they never saw each other ever again? Like, yeah, what do we know? Right. So, that that is a thing there. Um, but the... The next scene is just Spencer and Allison talking about um, the new girl, meeting Jenna. Mm-hmm. And this right. is where Allison calls her a slut, <laughs> which I just love. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, Spencer starts to talk to Allison about the election. And because Allison gives her, like, the results. Yeah. And, or, or, you know, the ballot card, and then Spencer ends up burning it, like, immediately, because there just happens to be a furnace burning next to her. So yeah, weird. of course. There happens to just um, be something she could just put that in so no one would ever see the evidence, ever. Yeah. And then Allison's kind of like, oh, well, I'm surprised you didn't want to, like, look at it, because, you know, your mm-hmm. friends might not be your friends. Basically, in trying to insinuate that one or more of her friends, or the girls, didn't vote for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, I don't, it's kind of, it's so strangely cruel to just say that for like no reason she definitely said that for no reason because like how Mm -hmm. on that little card did she know 
that every single person that voted for Spencer would be on that little card and you could just find right away that one of the girls didn't vote for her like mm-hmm. silly yeah well uh after that we have like a little tiny scene that's, that's kind of weird and could have been edited out of just Hannah and Arya going into the woods to get alcohol and then like someone scares them which I don't even know why that was there I have no I idea why that just... was there yeah, that was really dumb. I think it was just to add, like, they actually are at a Halloween party. Like, we didn't Just know. more spooks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, after that, um, we see Emily dancing with Ben. And Which Jenna is not is Ben, like, by the stri- way. It's not. But you never see his face, so, like, you... Exactly. Yeah. That's why we don't know it's him, because they don't show his face, because that actor mm-hmm. definitely moved on. Yeah, but you can assume that's it's Ben. Um, yeah, because it's just a guy. And <laughs> yeah, Jenna is dancing by herself, of very course. strangely. <laughs> and I do that. And like, <laughs> yeah, of course. Like when I, when, you know what? When I'm Lady G, I tend to do that at parties. Oh, when I get up, when I get up in the morning, and I get up dressed as Lady G, in her, mm-hmm. you know, iconic costumes or whatnot, I just yeah. dance my heart away to no music. Of course. <laughs> and emily's kind of checking her out she's kind of into it <laughs> yeah and allison is like you filthy slut how dare you what are you yeah. thinking i'm gonna tell everyone that you're a lesbian right now but see that's what i mean like obviously allison is not interested in emily in that way but just because right. emily's not giving attention to somebody else especially that is jenna she has to like come and like get really close um in like in emily's ear and be like "Ooh, i see you checking her out you big lesbo like it's like so weird. <laughs> yeah well i mean from what we have gathered over all of these episodes so far like obviously the only reason allison is friends with these girls is because she knows that they're weak enough where she can control them enough to yeah. where they see her as like this holy god and they're like oh perfect mm-hmm. i have this whole clan that they're too stupid enough to think anything for themselves, so I tell them everything they need to do. And that's just yeah. what I need because they listen to me and follow me and I can bully them and that's and that's friendship. That's true friendship right there. It's so beautiful. Yeah, that's what, that's what I do with you. I bully you until you cry and now you're my friend. <laughs> I'm, I'm not feeling well. <laughs> well, I give you clout so yeah you give me the clout pill i definitely swallow it and just start Mm -hmm. dancing in my lady g outfit and go wild bonkers exactly and then you tell me that and then you tell me (laughs) that everything i'm doing i'm actually in a coma and you're the nurse (laughs) and yeah it's too much it's too much of a deep dive for that one right now yeah well we'll talk about we'll talk about how i torture her with coma with like with like alternate reality theories later (laughs) um so after that all the um you know all the girls are together and but without allison and they get a message from allison Mm -hmm. saying that she needs help they have to come right away um and this is what we were talking about earlier where like you know allison sort of concocts this whole thing of like getting the girls to this old abandoned house just to act like allison is being murdered and the girls have and to it's the watch. same scary house that they like walk by in the beginning and they all feel yeah. weird about it yeah yeah um and <laughs> yeah so so basically all the girls watch allison being fake murdered and of course they're terrified oh but, of course uh, they end up 
being able to crawl out the window which why did they just do that well, in the first place i don't know there's four of them in one room with an old rickety abandoned home where they mm-hmm. could have definitely put their power together to kick the door down but For they're sure. all freaking out that they're just like we'll just go out the window on the it, second story just, by the way this is this is just like the whole thing with um emily like in the garage yeah. or not the garage in the, barn. In the it's barn. the same thing yeah exactly um but they do find out that allison did it all as a test for them and that yes. um apparently it was noel quote unquote who was helping her scare the girls and acting like the, and mm. acting like the killer um right. but when they go back to the party um you know we see allison trying to talk to ian but of course it doesn't really work out because melissa scoops him up real quick i think my favorite um, thing is that after them being scared to death they go back to the party i know i know uh, these girls have no sense of like oh i'm actually in danger right now you no. know what i mean and it's not totally they can't even stand up for themselves and go hey allison actually i'm not feeling well because you just scared me and i think i had a heart attack mm-hmm. so i'm gonna go home now well, you know, they, they have to, uh, you know, exercise their clout and go to the party. Right. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they go to the party, there are, like, multiple people in masks, in the same mask, watching mm-hmm. them, which is kind of creepy. Um, but uh, even also, too, the, the detective is there for some reason talking to Jenna. <laughs> this is my favorite thing. I love that. I love that the girls were like, "Hey, that's a cool police costume." And Hannah's like, "No, he's actually a cop." And they're like, "How do you know that?" And she doesn't even mm-hmm. like want to tell the truth that her mom was drunk and that he had to help her home. She's like, "Oh, he does like traffic stops or whatnot." Yeah, yeah. Um, but he, but it kind of establishes though, because even though he shouldn't be there, by the way, because this is a this is a party for children. Right, but, he's also um, talking to Jenna, who's supposed to be fourteen year old, a fourteen year old. Yeah, but she's an eighty two year old. But that also kind of, G. yeah. But that also kind of hints that kind of like with the whole Mona and Jenna thing, it's kind mm-hmm. of hinting that perhaps they had They're some type cahoots. of repertoire beforehand. Okay. Yeah, but again, he really shouldn't so, be talking to her because it looks like they were no. like flirting. Exactly. Exactly. So he should be gone. Nowhere near that party. Right. Uh, Actually, actually scene, though, he should be breaking up the party because he's a cop. But he's having true. He has a drink in his hand and he's talking to an underage girl. Fired. <laughs> so many red flags. So <laughs> many. You're fired, <laughs> sir. Oh, God. But um, the next part of the scene is uh, all the girls are talking and someone in a mask, like, well, first of all, actually, no. Um, Noel comes up to them. And it tells them that, oh, you know, I'm sorry, Allison, that I couldn't help you with scaring everybody because I was busy scaring <laughs> other people at the party. Right. <laughs> so, uh, and Allison is like, tell me you're lying. That can't be true. But it's true. That wasn't Noel who was fake killing Allison. Right. Um, turns out it was actually Lucas. Lucas. Mm-hmm. Love that for and him so and his that's... tuna sandwich. Yeah. Oh, gosh, his, his poor tuna sandwich. Um, but that's what makes me think that that Mona and Lucas were in cahoots in the beginning, but are no longer. Mm-hmm. You know? I, yeah, like, I, 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 I definitely I, agree with you on that, for sure. 
Yeah, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Mona wanted to take it too far and he was like, you know what, actually, I can't. This is going too far for me. Or maybe it was, like, in the beginning when he was, like, having a crush on Hannah and mm-hmm. she was definitely like, oh, you can't have a crush on her. We're, like, we're making a diabolical plan to bring them all down. And he's like, actually, I really like her. And then he probably walked away from her then, maybe. I actually think that he walked away much earlier than that, if I'm being honest. I just, I don't get the feeling that he walked away because he was so guilty he definitely had to walk away because he something affected him more to the point where he was like, oh, you know what? This is actually not right. I don't think he had a moral compass come in to the play. There. See, I disagree. I think he's too soft to do the homicidal things that Mona wanted to do. <laughs> I don't think he's a murderer. I think that he I would definitely With be the like, bullying haha, got you. I fake murdered you. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Well, definitely. I, I hope they like reveal it. He's a Star Wars nerd. There is no way that he has he has like the gumption to to basically murder Allison. Yeah, There's but no if way. he's a Star Wars nerd, he can definitely go, "Well, now I'm turning to the dark side. You know, forget you, Obi-Wan. I'm Anakin Dark Vader now and go full I don't craziness." See, I don't think that he's a Sith Lord. I think he likes he likes the light side. I don't I don't think that he would turn totally dark. I do not think so. You know, because he would look towards his idols. He would look towards Obi-Wan and know the dark side tempts you, but he wouldn't. No, because he definitely would have looked at Luke Skywalker and went, well, he was dark for a second there. Yeah, but he came back. He came back to the light. Yeah, he did. When he Mm -hmm. met Hannah. When Luke Skywalker met Hannah. Yeah, but he's known Hannah. I I, I just, I don't, I I think it was much earlier. But we'll find out if he even has anything to do with anything. I mean, who knows? We'll see. Right. Um, but then after, um, the Lucas reveal, um, we see that, uh, someone texts Allie again, and this time they do end it with A. Right, yeah, they do. So, it's definitely confirmed that A started torturing Allison up to her death. Before the other girls. Exactly. And that other um, note was definitely had to be from A, but they didn't know what to do yet. mm -hmm. So they're like, well, I'm not going to put an initial yet because I don't know what I'm going to call myself. Am I going to be the Riddler? I'm not sure yet. So I'll just go by A later. (laughs) Exactly. It was the Joker before they had a name. Right. Um, But I also, too, though, I think it's um, interesting that they kind of confirms a little bit that Allison is really not probably not A. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I never thought Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of thought about it a couple times, being like, oh, maybe, but it's definitely, I just definitely feel like now I think that it That's a lot be, of work not. for Allison to go through for what? That her friends were just losers? Yeah, but also, too, like, if Allison's alive, that means that she had enough time and effort to fake her death. I mean, that's also a lot of work. Mm. Yeah, you're right. You know? Um, but the whole entire episode kind of just ends with another mask another person in a mask just like standing from the bushes watching yeah that's that's the end of the episode um Mm -hmm. so we kind of don't really know what the masked person who that person is it could be for that movie they were doing it could be mona it could be who knows who who it could be Mm -hmm. um because we already saw that lucas had taken off his mask so this person had taken it off again yeah so i don't think it was lucas so it had to been somebody else no yeah um, and I don't know if we'll ever find out. I don't know if that's just like a Halloween special. I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. The, the next episode is episode 14. So we're already well past the halfway point of the season. And mm-hmm. the episode is called 
Through many dangers, toils, and snares. So I'm assuming that's, that's like a reference to a poem. I don't know. Long title. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's probably a reference to something that I don't know, but there it is. Well, that Ooh. was that was a roller coaster of a lot of things. It really was. Um, and again, a lot more answers to useless questions. Yeah. This has been the Popular Table Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at popular underscore table on all those platforms. Also, please leave a rate and review on Apple Pod- on Apple Podcasts. That's where you usually listen to podcasts. Don't look at me like that. I'm not <laughs> also, looking at you. <laughs> also, we will be posting new episodes every Tuesday. And if you're watching along with us, we would love to see your thoughts on Twitter and Instagram about the episode. Even if you aren't watching along, share what you think anyways. Thanks for listening and see you at the popular table.